Hello and welcome back to Dream a Little. I'm your host, Lo, and I'm here to help you explain your weird kink in a not-so-weird way. I gotta be honest with you, it's been a long time since I've posted original content on Tumblr. Nowadays, I really only check messages on Patreon daily, and I rarely go on Tumblr anymore. So if you ever need to get in contact with me, definitely check out my Patreon, which I'll link to in the show notes. Also, shout out to the wonderful supporters of this show on Patreon. I love you guys so much. As much as I love Patreon, I do attribute Tumblr for getting me started because it's probably how you found me in the first place. I remember when I first started the blog about three years ago, I never imagined that I'd ever get 30,000 followers, but I just feel so amazed every time I think about it. I just remember growing up in the 90s feeling so alone and always wondering are there people like me out there or am I the only one so to see the amount of people following and the amount of people who listen to the show is just amazing we're about to hit 600,000 downloads and it just blows my mind every single time just to show we are definitely not alone in this world like it's just crazy and I think this kink is even more popular than we think I mean for the most part of most of my life I was what you could call a lurker on social media I was definitely browsing uh, through tumblr looking at other ABDL profiles but I never created my own account so just keep that in mind I know we feel like there's not people like me out there and Why are we so uncommon? But just keep in mind, there are probably thousands of other people, maybe even like yourself, who are into this kink, but just not out in the public eye on social media. Because, you know, I get it. There's risk involved with putting yourself out there. But there's also a way to do it strategically that could actually be very beneficial. There are plenty of reasons to start a blog. Maybe you just want to use it to share other people's content so you can show your kinks to your partner. That was the reason why I started my account. And that's how it, I mean, I never imagined that it would grow so much more than that, but that's how it got started. My Tumblr went from being this communication tool to introducing me to so many cool people all around the world. I swear some of the messages I get today from you guys just lift my spirit and it makes me well up with tears, honestly. My blog became a platform where I could connect with people and inspire people in the community to tell their partner about their kinks and be confident. Maybe you don't care about any of that. Maybe you're just single and you want to meet someone else who's into this kink. That's awesome. A blog can make that possible. Maybe you want to start your own side hustle, doing what you love. You know, maybe you want to create AB clothes store or you want to sell toys or start your own podcast. Whatever the reason, you're going to need an audience. And Tumblr is a great place to get started with that because I think that's where most ABDLs hang out. So now that we know that there's lots of reasons for starting a blog, how do you set it up and get good at it? How do you gain hundreds or thousands of followers? Well, in this episode, I'm going to break down exactly how I worked my way up to 30,000 followers. But before we get started, I do want to make it clear that this is a process. So I don't want you to get discouraged when you're first starting out. Don't expect to gain a bunch of people overnight. I mean, I've been doing this for three years now. So first things first, you got to think about your intention through posting and decide what kind of blog you're going to be. 
So whether you just want to reblog other people's content or you want to post your own original content, that's completely up to you. If you do decide to post original content, I recommend really thinking about the type that you're going to post. Do you want to inspire other people or do you just want to look cute? Either way, it's totally fine. I just know that when I first started posting original content, I got caught up in this habit of posting like everything and anything. I didn't really have a purpose in posting, so I was mostly just doing it for the likes and the follows. But then I realized shortly after posting some of this stuff that I would feel bad about it. I didn't even feel like it was a good representation of who I am as a person or even this community. So now I have some guidelines that have evolved through the past couple of years. And it started with me deciding, okay, I'm not going to post any nude photos. And then I decided I wouldn't post any photos without pants on. And now, to be honest, I'm not posting anything lately. And that's because I'm really happy with it. So I would just set some standards for yourself and really ask yourself before you post anything, am I comfortable with this being on the internet for everyone to see? And if the answer is yes, work that damn thing, boo. (laughs) The next step is to set up your bio. The bio is often overlooked, but it is important. So don't forget about it, especially if your intention is to connect with other people in the community. If you want people reaching out to you, tell us a little bit about yourself. It's okay to mention, obviously, that you're into this kink, but don't forget to add something about you besides your fetish. This is important because it gives people something to talk to you about. If you want to connect with other people, it makes it much easier if you like write about some of your non-kink passions and hobbies. Like, I love to read sci-fi novels. So, you know, someone might stumble upon your blog and be like, oh, I love sci-fi novels too. What's your favorite sci-fi novel? It's an easy way to start the conversation. I mentioned this tip back in episode number 74, how to find the love of your life online. So if you're trying to attract someone special, definitely give that episode a listen. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. This next tip might sound a little hypocritical, especially since I just explained how I'm no longer posting on Tumblr, but it's true, If you're, just, especially if you're just starting out. Don't just disappear. I know, I know. You're like, Flo, you haven't posted on Tumblr in months. And that's a totally valid point. However, I am active here on the podcast and on my email newsletter, as well as Twitter, where I post almost every single day. By the way, if you're not following me on Twitter, at Daddy I Want This, you've got to. So I'll link to that in the show notes. It's important when you're first starting out that you are posting consistently. You don't have to post constantly, but you do have to be consistent. And I think I used to post about at least once a week or so, which brings me to my next point. Batch your posts. So instead of waking up every day and thinking, what should I post today? Take a few hours, one day a week, to put together a little photo shoot where you take a bunch of photos in different outfits and then you batch edit them. And then you can use Tumblr's scheduling app to have them come out at a certain time every single day. So people will see it constantly without you having to do it. And if you are concerned about people stealing your photos, always add a watermark in a very strategic place because it's sad but true that people are going to steal your photos and some people will even try to pass them off as their own. So at least if you have a watermark in a strategic area like 
on your body, like right above the waist or something like that, they won't be able to crop it out. I use a free app for this called Over. I'll add it to the show notes at the end of this episode as well. But yeah, I mean, I I still get messages to this day. So-and-so is stealing your photos, but maybe without having the watermark on it, people wouldn't know where to go back to and report to. So just keep that in mind. Whether you like it or not, people make assumptions about you online. You can see it when you're scrolling through Tumblr on your own. You'll start to notice there's so much judgment going on subconsciously. So an easy way to make yourself seem more human, and if you want to attract people like you who don't make this kink a 24-7 thing, choose a profile picture that doesn't include kinky stuff. You know, if you're a sex worker or you just want to use Tumblr as a place to express your kinky side, then like just disregard that last tip because you've got to earn your money. But I know it's hard for me to take someone else seriously when all of their content is kink related. Like I might go there just for fun, but I would never, I wouldn't really consider making friends with someone like that because I would assume they're like that all the time. So although you're making a kink blog, that doesn't mean that it has to completely only be kinky things. By including interest outside of kink, you'll attract people who have that in common with you and you also stand out from the rest of the crowd in that way as well. My next tip might seem obvious, but it's also important. Post great content and relevant content. It doesn't matter if you're posting a hundred photos every single day. If they ain't cute, clever, helpful, or something useful, it's going to be a waste of time. Quality over quantity, my friends. So uh, be positive. I know there's so much hate directed towards our community already from the outside world. We've got to at least be nice to each other. That's actually another reason why I have not been on Tumblr lately. It just seems like so much drama between people where like, who cares? We're all in this together. Guys, say it with me. We're all in this together. Don't be afraid to reblog your own content every once in a while, especially if you notice it's a popular post. Most of your followers do not see your post the first time that you put it up anyways, so I have no problem with reblogging your own content. Be responsive when people message you. Definitely open your ask box on Tumblr and be sure to answer any questions people send to you. When I first started out, I did not even know how to do this, but it's all in your settings. Uh, Someone told me about it. Somehow I found out. And yeah, then I started having people really interested in finding out more about introducing kinks. So that was a huge step. So definitely, if you want to connect with people, turn your ask box on. Another way to gain followers that's pretty popular is by holding a giveaway or a contest where you, you know, buy something kink related or maybe a gift card is probably the easiest thing. And the key to doing this, of course, is to make it a requirement that whoever wins follows you and they have to reblog your Tumblr post in order to be eligible to win. So I heard a great source for this is Raffle Copter. I'm not entirely sure. So you want to actively find and follow other people who make content similar to you. So whenever you have a blog or you um, like seeing someone's pictures, you're going to show up in their notifications whenever you reblog them, which means they'll have a greater chance at seeing you and clicking on your page and then sharing your content. An obvious one is to comment on other people's posts, but 
even if someone with a larger following than you hasn't responded to someone's question on a post, don't be afraid to chime in if you have something to add. Just remember to never delete someone else's caption. No one likes a caption deleter and people make that very clear on Tumblr. I mean, it's you'll get it. You want to engage with others. And if you're serious about growing a following, reach out to influencers who already have a big following. The more deep your question is, the better your chance at getting a response from them, being reblogged and seen by others. So one way to do this is to leave people thought-provoking questions in their ask boxes or to send a compliment or send out messages and try to really connect Um, One way to do this is to avoid talking about kink stuff if you really want to make a good connection and also stand out from most of the people. I receive so many messages every single day, but I prioritize responding to those people who aren't just asking me about kink stuff. Treat your interactions with, with people online with the same respect that you would in person because it makes you seem more relatable and human rather than some dip obsessed stranger online. Because like I said earlier, we automatically assume things about strangers. So you want to start off on the right foot by asking about someone's interests outside of the kink world. And lastly, this is a tip that I honestly think really makes a difference. You want to make it easy for others to find your original content if you're posting it. I do this by hashtagging each of my original posts with hashtag D-I-W-T for Daddy I Want This. That means when people go to my profile and they just want to see my content specifically, they can find it easily by clicking on the hashtag. It will show them automatically all my own posts. Otherwise, you know, sometimes people might just get bored of looking through all the content you have and click away because they just came there to see you. No matter what your reason for starting an online blog, I do encourage you to do so. But just be smart and strategic about it because you don't want to get outed follow the tips I've outlined in this episode and never forget why you started. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day. Bye for now.